it's time for Measure Twice. Hello, welcome to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini, along with Joel Graber from Graber Customer Modeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential, and you're listening to us on Michigan's News Talk 95.3 MNC. And thanks for listening to us. You know, we appreciate that. Uh, we're brought to you by Leatherman Supply. Everything windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with a showroom now open in Granger next to C. Kramer Interiors right there. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. <clears throat> I got to clear my throat. <laughs> There's a song that starts like that, but I think it's the pop song. <laughs> I won't sing it. I'm more, of, I'm more of a crooner. We've established that. You're a crooner? Crooner. We've established a I'm lot off air, Chris, and I don't, I'm not afraid to bring it up. <laughs> what? About Joel, Joel and his secret. I know. I was shocked. Joel Graber secretly loves Hallmark Christmas movies. Just Christmas or just like. Just the Christmas movies. Not just any. I love them. Yeah. And, and Chris was appalled. <laughs> he, he was. He was not. He did not find he lost respect. Yeah, he, he, he can't even look. I can't at look Joel. at him anymore. He nearly walked out. <laughs> he did. He was like, "What's almost?" I have this visual of Joe sitting, Joel sitting on the sofa with a popcorn and bag yeah. of popcorn, and just I like my popcorn tissues, in a bowl and his tissues. <laughs> you don't just pour the popcorn on your lap no. and then just no. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> his tissues and his popcorn and a, a beer, and he's and good. A, yeah, <laughs> beer. He's got like a straight neat whiskey. Yep, yeah, little whiskey neat. Yeah, and I like a the, bowl I've of popcorn. Been, I've been liking the rye lately. And he's only watching him for the scenes, the yeah. backdrops. He he just yeah. tries to. They he probably just plays like like a gambling game with the family. Like when are they going to announce this guy's really a prince? At what point? <laughs> what time during the movie? At what point are we going to find out? That this guy is actually the king of something. And then she's upset because he lied to her all this time. Yeah. yeah. And then you they know. have to, what's the, for, the what do they call the trope? What's the trope there? <laughs> <laughs> Joel. We learn about the softer side of Joel. Yep. I guess so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's some round edges there. Yeah. Yeah. Who not, knew? Yeah. He's not prickly at all. No. No, I'm oh, very, I, never, I knew he I'm very prickly. prickly. I didn't know. I'm oh. very prickly. It's just, I like <laughs> This is Hallmark Christmas music his, his, or movies. <laughs> so I'm just picturing like, you know, like just like we saw in Terry's uh, Lonesome Christmas that we saw two years ago on the Hallmark channel. Just like Terry. <laughs> <laughs> she found out she wasn't alone either. <laughs> like there's there's like a moral for every story. Oh, it yeah. all reverts back to the Hallmark Christmas yes. stories. That's funny. <laughs> So, but you know, winter, winter's like, you know, just right around the corner. It's coming. Yeah. Early. Early? Yeah. Are you like a Are farmer's you... almanac guy? Like, where was that coming from? No, I, I just, from what I've, it's, his knee. happening His earlier. knee's telling him. My Is it knee, your knee? My knee. That's <laughs> true. Knee, ankles, <laughs> wrist. <laughs> Chris is like our barometer. Yeah. <laughs> your metric pressure is this today. Oh, yeah. Put <laughs> your finger. Hey, you know. Oh, my goodness. He has his own personal dew point. <laughs> the dew point today is uh, 50 degrees. Chris Kramer's dew point, 51. No, I, it's just, I can, compared to last year, things are happening a little, about a month ahead, I think. Whoa. Plus, I was at Diamond Lake yesterday on a project for a delivery, and they were saying that they already took the boats and piers out because the 
Marina said, "Yep, it's going to be an early winter." Mm. <laughs> he can really? tell by yeah, he can just tell by the nature's telling us. Wow! I even have, I mean, there are, the mice are already in my walls. They've been there for a month. Wow! There you go. Winter's happening. It's going to happen. This is like sage stuff. This yeah. is like yeah. You might have a Doppler radar at your house. Yeah, must, I don't know. I've got something. But uh. Chris is like, yeah, the mice are in the walls. Yeah, you hear them already. It's like, geez, that's. They didn't, weren't this early last year. They haven't plowed the field next door yet. Yeah. Harvested yet. So, so it's coming early. Yeah. So if in, what does an early winter mean then? Higher utility bills. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah, For real. start early, right? Right. But you have very little control. Well, you do. No, nah, that's not true. You have control over utility bills somewhat, right? Somewhat. If you, if, especially if you're in a home that hasn't been <laughs> updated in, what's the, what would be the year? What would you say if you saw somebody, what's the youngest house without an update? 1999, 2005, I mean like... 20 years. 20? We're like in a 20-year tech cycle on that type of thing? I mean, stuff, stuff starts to break down over that period of time. Right. And yeah, you, tell me about it. <laughs> He's like twenty years. Twenty. <laughs> I watched Howdy Doody live. No, no you didn't. That's that was before, painful too. That was before your time. It was a little. Yeah, bit. nobody even knows. I said the words, and like half the audience is like, "Who the heck is Howdy Doody?" Yeah, you don't need to know. Just creepy, Google creepy it. puppet. And then you'll Google you, it and then not sleep tonight. Yeah, yeah that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube it. Uh, yeah, you'll just uh, be like, oh, no. Oh, no. no wonder that Every time you close your up. eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, every time you close your eyes and you hear, like, like some sort of sound, you'll be like, oh, howdy. <laughs> it's the howdy original Chucky. Time. Yeah, the, really. If you look at Chucky and look at Howdy Doody, very similar. Look, where were we? Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, yeah. Only friendlier. Stuff, yeah. Stuff, although, you know, he was kind of funny. Winter coming. Yeah. And updates. You had said, the well, Joel had mentioned things start to break down about 20 years. Like what breaks <laughs> down? Like what? What, 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 what? <laughs> 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 well, we know the Hallmark, Hallmark programming is broken down. Um, is, is that palace adequately insulated? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very niche market. I, uh, yeah. I'm, in, uh, I'm in insulating just palaces. Though. Yeah, I like it a little bit chilly in there. No, I guess what does start to break down after 20 years? Oh, because- you you start seeing windows fogging up. You know, some of the some of the seals on windows or uh, like double pane windows that had gas. The gas if over you, time can leak out. Is that a, is that the sign when you see? Like fogging in your window. Oh boy, that, yeah, that sign. for sure. Yeah, is it over? Or if some you sort see of that? condensation. So you broke, broke your seals broken. Yeah, but I mean, does that mean it's over? Like it's uh, no. no longer... I mean, a lot of uh, depending on if you've if you've gotten a high quality window, I, I most of them are a twenty five year uh, warranty. You can have those resealed, refilled, resealed, yeah. like re- refurbished through the company. Um, you have to send them in. No, they'll, they'll come do? out. They'll come out. Wow. They come out. How long yeah. am I going to have the, this hole in my <laughs> yeah. house? <laughs> Boarded up windows. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, what we talk about, like, you know, just get to the highest quality standard you can afford when you can do things. Yeah. 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 Because I even think insulation over time. Yeah. 
Yeah, cellulose insulation, especially in attics, it starts to it starts to pack, and as it packs, it loses its R value. Just because gravity, I mean, you know, it's just going to happen. Yeah, right. It's going to fall over time, and yeah. it's really funny because yeah, tell it's, me about it. It's <laughs> we're not gravity. Go there. This guy <laughs> gravity. And I wasn't going there. I was just talking about this. And this. He's pulling on his cheeks, ladies and gentlemen. A plastic man. <laughs> so uh, it's funny how insulation is just capturing air. Isn't that funny? Because yeah. that's really what it what you're doing is putting a layer of air. And blocking temperature, and, yeah. it, and then because that's all your window is, you have glass, a gas, and then glass. Yep. And that gas transmits or doesn't. It it, it helps to block or resist. Yeah, it doesn't heat transfer. Heat transfer. I was just trying to think. Yeah, it's like it resists that, and then that's pretty funny. It's a pretty simple concept. But gravity in your in your on your insulation now, the pink insulation, the the, the bat roll, the batting is that less that breaks down over time too that does too is it just go away does it just deteriorate it doesn't go away it just splatters. everything will yeah Gra- <laughs> gravity yeah and you're saying like it's about a 20 year you should think about taking a look up there mm-hmm. and you yeah. you could tell i mean if you have um sprayed it you know the cellulose you can you can it's like a water line like you can see where it was yeah and where it is now oftentimes yeah and uh, I might, before we got rid of our house, we had it done, and it was like twenty years. It was like it, it, we needed to do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, and we, I can't remember if we took it out and put new. In. I can't. Did they take it out? It's, actually, I think it's better if you can even blow it in versus the bat. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, it still has a life expectancy. Everything has a life expectancy. Yeah, right. The problem, the problem with bats is it's hard to. You're going to have some places where there may be voids, or you can't seal 100. percent So with spraying, you pretty much blown in or blown in. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if you can, I, I highly recommend a a spray in insulation. Yeah, I made like I made a, a mistake there. I called it I called blowing in, which is cellulose. I confused that with spraying, which is a lot different than that. And we can talk about that when we get back. This is measure twice. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini, along with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Customer Modeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. We are brought to you in part by Leatherman Supply. Everything windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with the showroom right there in Granger next to C. Kramer Interiors. At Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michigan is trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at Hoosier Hardwood Floors. Dot com and you're listening to us on Machinist News Talk 95.3 MNC. We're talking about winter and it's it's arriving and then we kind of morph coming early like, apparently. I guess so. Yeah, Chris not. informed us that. I just hope not. <laughs> well, the, the mice don't lie. Yeah, and the bell and the <clears throat> yeah the all the leaves. My yard's full of leaves already. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, we're starting to get quite a few and walnuts. Oh yeah, yeah walnut. You have a season. walnut tree. I have eight. Four. I was going to say, I have like four. That's, <laughs> oh, man. They're, uh, man, don't stand under one. <laughs> oh, you can stand outside and you just hear this. Yeah, yep. they're seriously heavy. 
Can you eat those walnuts? Yeah. yeah. After they fall? Yeah, you have to get them out of the husk. Have you done that? Oh, no, I put them in a five-gallon bucket and I dump them. Oh, I thought he was going to be like, <laughs> of course. Like, that's no, what I thought he was going to be. I don't need it. No. You, and wear gloves when you pick them up. Oh, why? Because yeah. they're black walnuts. Stain you. They stain your fingers. Oh. I you don't smell like that. And I have, it's really kind of funny, and I'm, it, it, the, the squirrels have already heart, gathered them under one of my trees, and there's a pile of them. Are you going to take them from the squirrels or I allow them to? Year, and then I felt really bad. Yeah. No, there's no, no reason to feel bad. <clears throat> Joe's like, there's no reason. I, I do that like, all the time. I yeah. just felt like I took away their winter food supply. I'm glad so. that, the, hey, thanks for helping me out here, guys. <laughs> have you ever tried the roller? I haven't, but I've heard it's awesome. Yeah, it is cool. It looks like a big whisk, but it's oval shaped. And you just roll over oh, the yeah, acorns and it opens. And that's it, what that's for? It collects them. Yeah. It works really well. Then you have to stick your hands in there to get nope. them out? No. Nope. You just open it up. Open up the, because it's, it's just a mesh wire system, wire system, and you just spread it apart, and they all fall out in a wheelbarrow or whatever you want to put and them in. And then you put them out on the curb, and you're like, walnuts, five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody can tell me just, the Amish will come and get them. Really? Mm-hmm. But I haven't gone and, that far yet. And make walnut furniture out of it? Like <sighs> tiny walnut furniture? Yeah. Though? I don't and know what they'll... they do with them. Harvest they them. probably eat them, because the world eats... Eats walnuts. They're black walnuts. I don't know how good they are. Oh, I don't know. I thought I didn't. There's English walnuts and black walnuts. Hmm. Oh, English walnuts are the ones you buy in the store. Oh, and they're not them. Hmm? Then black walnuts are not. No, I've never. Well, America's going to Google it now and then let us know if you can eat them. But that's part of preparing for winter because you. What what happens if they hang out on the ground? They are a mess. Yeah. They get mushy. Mushy, and they will kill the grass. And then the other thing, too, is... The, you end up hitting them with your lawnmower. <laughs> oh, those are kind of fun, though, when they shoot out. <laughs> that's not why, great for your blades. That's why but Chris, true, <laughs> Chris has a monthly payment on his lawnmower. It's called yeah. re- repairing it. Yeah. <laughs> My lawnmower's a year old, and it looks like it's 10 years old already. So. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot out. Yeah, see, so they're, they're kind of like... But that's part of like understanding what's outside your house. If you had that near your roof that oh, would be terrible yeah, you, i do yeah boom yeah i've got oh, we've got a metal roof and you hear it like oh walnut fell <laughs> that's pretty funny mm. and what do they do to the gutters i don't know roll off i have i have like the gutter guards so yeah, I do yeah. too. which is beautiful in the fall because <laughs> the leaves you just roll off it. too I'm not, with as many trees as we have around our house, I mean, it, otherwise you got to get up there and clean out your gutters and multiple times. Multiple times a year. Yeah. Because even in this summer, the, the stuff that falls, yep. plug your gutters. Believe it or not, gutter guards are a volatile topic of conversation, right? <clears throat> Why? Be- because there are some gutter companies, not all. They're not all created equally, no, that's for sure. And they're not all run by this, the reputable people. You have to really be be careful that yeah. you're using somebody that you know and has a good reputation and will let you talk to somebody as a reference because they can get really expensive for no reason. And yeah. that's the problem, right? They just, you can, there are some people that come into town. <clears throat> isn't that funny? They just come into town around this time of year and they just look for elderly people mm. and that's it, you know, so just be careful because they are worth it. <clears throat> if oh, you've had them. Yeah, I, I'm, it's, it's an investment that I don't regret making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know anybody that's like, boy, I wish I had more leaves in my gutter. 
Yeah. Like that's never, never been uttered. And they really do work when they're installed properly. It's a good system. And it down the line too, because then you don't get clogged downspouts and then yep. you don't get that collection at the bottom of the, you don't, you don't have trees growing out of your gutters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that oh, on yeah. nice houses, by I, the way. Oh, yeah. Like, <clears throat> like the whole house looks great except for the gutter because yep. it's not a great idea to go up onto your, you know, if you're a homeowner, it's not a great idea to go, you know, although Chris every day, I yeah. just picture him on the ladder up there on his roof. That's, I would, I kind of draw the line at the roof, but I don't have a problem getting up on a ladder. Yeah. My so while floor. I'm at home watching my Hallmark Christmas movies, Chris is up on his ladder. That's very true. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Taking care of my windows. <laughs> That's one of the things I was doing to get ready for winter was getting my windows. What do you organized. do to your windows to get them ready? Well, tell us why you have to do that huh. first. Because, like, you know, not well, everybody needs storm, to. I have, but the windows are original and they're old, single pane. So mm, mm, I had to, mm. I took the storm. They did put storm windows on. I took them off. So I could clean the windows. They needed painting. They needed caulking. Because then I found out that the second story on the part of the house only had one glass, and the other part was screened. So there was no insulating factor on the on the storms. On the storms. Oh, jeez. Oh boy. So I try to find a company that does storm windows. Mm-hmm. That's difficult. I found some a company out of Cincinnati. That'll do. You send your measurements. You send them the measurements. They were very. I mean, they were awesome to deal with on the phone. They tell you exactly what to do, how to do it. Um, like you're getting the good ones. Yeah, they're yeah. They're, they're they're they specialize in historic yep. preservation. Yep. So, so they basically it's a smaller profile, so it shows more of the window. Mm-hmm. But when I what I realized was that I, some of my windows don't have any insulating factor whatsoever. So I. <laughs> And, but these things, the windows are five months, the storm windows are five months out. I can't get them. So you have them for next winter. Next winter. So I'll, you went to like, you so know, a I, box store and bought the plastic stuff and I, just like well, hair dryered it. I, to the... I started there and I started putting up the plastic film. I on was the joking. I can't even picture it. And I got one strip up and I went, oh no, this is not going to work for me. It looks like <laughs> you can't. Khaki. Yeah. He couldn't drive Khaki up. with the capital T. What about on the inside? Inside, I have, I have storms on the inside that are like magnetic, and they attach to the a metal frame. Interesting. The fiber, they're plexiglass. So you're taking one for the team. There, you're like, okay, this plastic wrap will help heat my house, but I just can't do it. I can't. I can't look I, at I, it from the outside. It felt like uh, no. It looked really bad. I was like, no. What's so, funny is that stuff works. Well, I went and bought plexiglass, and oh. I. Cut to the size of the window. Screwing it on wow. there. And I screwed it in. Temp- just For a temporary. T- t- That'll probably work, too. <laughs> just to block the wind. And to yeah, that's more really to what protect, it's all about. Yeah. More to protect the window from the elements, because it's right. the, there was no paint left on the window. Oh, right. Wow. So if you're in an old home and you have the same situation, you do. Have, this is when you have to act, is kind of now. Oh, yeah. Right. And I I think the window film on the inside, I could I could do that if I had to. But there's also companies out there that specialize in interior storm windows. So I, you know, I've n- I don't even think I've ever seen an interior storm window, or maybe I have, and I didn't know I was looking at one. It, it's basically, um, yeah, I found this company online again, and I ordered some for the one the mud the laundry room. But they basically are like an aluminum frame, and then they use it's not 
it's not plexiglass. It's kind of like a, a like an acrylic or something. Like a like a window film that they basically frame mm. in, and then it has an. Like, Is it hard, like hard, like plexiglass or no? no it's, it's, you can. It's stronger like than a vinyl. The, the when the film. Oh, like a vinyl, right? But and it, it's and you just push it. They just sit in, into the frame of the window, and from you can the see through it. So it's optically yeah, correct. It. Yeah. Right. Okay. You don't even know they're there. Yeah. That's important because if you get sometimes if you're like you're DIY in it and you get just and the, clear vinyl and it's not optically correct, you'll be like you can't well, really see. Them. Yeah. The nice thing about them is, and they were not that expensive, but like the film you put on, but in the spring you take it off. These you can just pull out, right? Put and put back in, right? They're, storm. There's like a permanent. They're like a storm window that you can actually. But just on the inside, so you don't... Yeah, that's so cool. So basically, you've got... Like mine, I've got storm windows on the outside, then the single-pane window, then I have the storms on the inside. And if you're in a home that's period or old, you know, like, you, you kind of have to figure out these little measures here and there, because oh, yeah. it all adds up. It's like in, like figuring out how to insulate or protect your window is not just one thing, probably. It's, it's a few things that you, you yeah. do, and then you can get through that. Not many people know that, that you have to take care of windows like that. You know, like it doesn't, it may not occur to you until you sit near it and it's like, is this your wind? Is this, is this open? Yeah. You put the wind in window. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about preparing for winter some more. This is Measure Twice. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini, along with Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. You're listening to us on Michigan's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We're brought to you by Leatherman Supply. Everything windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with the showroom now open in Granger next to C. Kramer Interiors. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michigan's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. We're talking about, well, we spent the last uh, segment talking about winterizing windows, especially in, a, in an older home. Um, they're out there everywhere. If you have a, you know, you, older windows, there are things that you have to do, paint, keep the paint up, um, and kind of just fill in the nooks and crannies that the older windows have. Right, yeah. they're just going to let some things in, but there's a whole other set to winterizing, and I think we were talking, we hit it on a little bit when we were talking also about like when you have walnut trees or trees that discard leaves, and we talked about some gutter guards and things like that. It's funny, the gutters are there all year. It's just you tend to n- notice there's a problem when you have to do the work to fix what is caused, right? <clears throat> so that's you know the the good and bad of, of winners, it, it, it identifies those things on your behalf. Like yeah, you, I was, I was looking online at somebody who, you know, does what we do, just, they have a blog or whatever. And he said, he advises his clients to have, um, like a little notepad right near the door when they come in, because you will see things at your house, like in the winter that you're like, oh my goodness. And then you'll forget about them because spring comes or right. you won't address it. And he's like, when you write it down, the second you see it, 
and it's in one place, now you can start addressing things like ahead of time. And I thought that was a really good idea, especially in older homes. I mean, if your home was built two weeks ago, you, you know, you're right. It's different. But if you're in a house, it's like 20 years. That's why I asked, like, what's the, what's the breakdown? What's that break point? It's about 20 years where you start to see things. Right. I think it, it depends on how it was built to begin with too. Yeah. A good quality build versus a, you know, medium build, medium build. Right. Um, I think we don't see a lot of all brick homes. Any, as a matter of fact, I can't. Have you seen a new mm, all, all brick, brick home? Mm-mm. I mean, that's I gone. I don't think so. Rare. Yeah. I mean, it would be exorbitantly expensive. I don't see brick much anymore anyway. It's all stone. Yeah. Did brick just go? I don't know. I like brick houses. I do too. I do too. Yeah, I think they're. But don't I mean, as the, as the trend went, I think a lot of stone accents became more popular than brick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a show that we're going to talk about coming up that you guys subtly brought up one time when we were talking about bricks, how the weight of the bricks, like the bottom bricks, get all that weight. And then I went and did a went in a rabbit hole on that. Yeah. It's pretty amazing the difference between the bottom bricks and the top bricks. But I'm oh, not yeah. going to get into that. We'll talk, huh? Maybe we'll talk about that next week. But around your house, th- this gentleman said, hey, look, just write write it down. Have it someplace and just sit down maybe one day and put a few things on the list that you're thinking of and then put it somewhere so that you don't get surprised because your snow piles up in front of your front door and you use your front door, whereas some, a lot of people use their garage. But if you still use your front door, that floor in front of the front door, or like when you come in, thresh, not the threshold, but when you are in the foyer, yeah. right? That floor takes a beating. Everything you put there takes a beating, like because of the elements. It's like people don't think about that. Yeah, I didn't think about it until he brought it up. I'm like, huh, that floor wears out before the other floor a lot, <laughs> or that you know whatever's right in there. He was saying that he was doing a lot of restoration of just inside the the doors. This guy's in like Montana or something. I mean, they get some weather. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's because these houses were built without, what do you call it? The, like a, a front stoop. They don't have like an, an overhang. overhang. They're just mm. like, or a very small overhang mm. and it just gets beat up. These are things that you'd think about your front door. It gets a lot, like depending on where it's facing, man, it gets some abuse. Oh yeah. I don't know what you do to protect it. Put on an overhang. <laughs> but I mean, that's, the, that's, that's right. You know? I mean, isn't it? Because if it faces north, it doesn't get direct sun, so you've got issues there. If it faces south, you get sun all day long. So, so there's issues on the there. Front. It's like wow, the glass on a front on on front doors take a beating too, just because they need to look good all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can't miss, you can't undo it. But what are when you need to use the twenty year rule? I just want to get back, not rule, but like that mentality. You're, I would think. We're none of us here are HVAC experts, but I would think your furnace, there's a technology jump in 20 years. If oh, your yeah. furnace is 25 years old or 20 years old, it's, there's a more efficient one there that you probably would consider the cost might not be prohibitive based on the savings at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of them are depending Extremely on- Extremely efficient. Yeah. You mean 
my personally, we noticed it was like, oh my goodness, this is way different, you know, way better. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the more efficient, but that's, that's kind of like the obvious stuff. Um, how do you, how do you protect, how, how do you winterize the inside of your house? Because now people are coming in like wet shoes, wet everything, <laughs> you know, what do you, boots. boots, what is your, how would you recommend how do you thwart that? Is it all just carpets? Is it just mm-hmm. all they're not attractive is all I'm saying, you know, like the industrial supermarket, wipe your feet. <laughs> like the you know? The big oh, like a big plastic mat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a giant mat with boots piled up on it, which if you have kids, that's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you you know you're making it all the way to the furniture, is all I'm saying. Like this stuff is making it all the way into the house. Um what the weathering yeah like people come in they have wet jackets they're hey but you take them off at the door take your jacket off the door you don't creep chris's house you have kids you try and wrangle that usually if you have a mud room or something that's your main entrance but that's typically where you would hang your coats and Mm -hmm. take your shoes off and boots off and and uh not be able to Bring it all through the house. So what I'm hearing you say is like, you need to make it welcoming to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, most, like I said, most people have a mud room and that's what, why it's called a mud room. Because all the mud hangs out there. That's yep. That's where you take off your muddy boots or your wet shoes and your coats that have, you know, there's places to hang them and backpacks and all that thing. All that can be stored in the mud room. So that way it's contained in that it stays space and in brought into the right. rest of the house. Right. They're- but if you don't have a mud room. What if you don't have a mudroom? Now you're just you, you better figure a space out that you, you can you use. Similar, have kind of like a drop zone as you're coming in. Whatever, if it's a garage door, you know, coming in from the house into the garage through the garage, usually have a drop zone there. Where you can take your wipe your shoes off. I usually had mine in the garage, the mat, like right there, right there. Because I was thinking, you know, where I'm going with this is there's so many like condo living, condominium living, and they don't necessarily all have mudrooms. No. You know, no. so you, you have to figure out a flow to like kind of funnel people to usually where it's you at your entrance. It. I mean, wherever you're coming in the most is usually where you're taking off your shoes or wiping off your shoes. Or I feel like that's a like a like an aesthetic dilemma, right? Because it's not like attractive to have that stuff there. But mm, you can you, you can, can make it attractive. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Visit C Kramer Interiors. And Granger, <laughs> I, I, uh, my, I, my friend built a shoebox. I don't know what else to call it. Like a, it looks like a bench. Oh yeah. So you come in and basically his guests at his house sit on this bench and you take your shoes off and they just you take them off and you just put them right behind you. Yeah. And like it's right and it's kind of nice and then the shoes are like off the like it looks like it has purpose. Right. Yeah. yeah it yeah. does. And but he's lucky he has that space. Like yeah. that, right next to the to the door. Not everybody has that luxury. That's right. Place. That's right. You don't always have that, but that that hall closet, so to speak, or that foyer closet, is like went away for a minute, and now it's coming back. I'm just saying, it's went away, it went away when we were looking at houses. One of the things we noticed were like, where's the closet for when you walk in? And it's like there was so mudroom reliant that they just use that space to open the house up. 
And we were like, no, the house that we're going to look at is going to have a place for somebody to come in and do that. Like, we're not. Right. Especially at the front door. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be welcoming. Yeah. To, well, to and efficient. That. Yeah. Want some efficiency there, too. Here's my coat. Oh, where am I going to hang it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, take when, your coat. When we were a kid, they were like, go throw it on Mike's bed. That's yeah. <laughs> it yep. was like a pile of. Been there, done that. Yeah. Coats Let's out of bed. bed. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. But winter will. We'll, you know, identify things that you need to fix. When we come back, let's let's talk about well some of those things that are just easy things. Mm. Well, we'll be right. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perigini, along with Chris Kramer from C Kramer Interiors. And Joel Graber from Graber Customer Modeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential, and you're listening to us on Michigan's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We're brought to you in part by Leatherman Supply. Everything windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with a showroom now open in Granger next to C. Kramer Interiors. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michigan's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. Now, I promised, like, easy fixes, but you know what? Nothing's that easy, and I can't. What were you going to say? You are like, no. No. But, you know, who's your hard... Our sponsor just jogged my my memory on. Your floors take the brunt of... Oh, yeah, always. ...of winter, mm-hmm. I think. Well, summer, too, really. Oh, yeah. Like, pretty much Especially if you have kids. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the floor is the most heavily used thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. You have. Yep. The, more, the roof and the floor. Mm-hmm. They work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Hot, cold. Right. In between... Yep. Is there anything that you think, if you have like a beautiful hardwood floor, is there anything that you need to do going into winter? Is there anything that you can do? Protect it? Yeah, to protect it. Rugs. Rugs. Rugs Rugs make a big difference. Let them take the abuse. And then... They're quality rugs. Aren't you covering the beautiful floor then that's the thing it can be an accent it's called layering there you go if i use the word cover it's bad if i say layer you're layering you're building off of that beautiful base that's right i just picture my grandmom's house that had the runner yeah like a giant runner yeah you could like there were trails in her house like you You know which way to go yeah you knew where to go there was a runner to the bathroom runners all over the place and that's for that reason right because it's just it, well, it protects the floor, but they're also a, ru- a nice rug is also aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing. Right. It helps ac- accentuate the, the space and protects your floor at the same time. The floor is not going to be, you know, it's just going to, you just can do what you can do. I mean, the, pur- the whole purpose of rugs, I think, is just to protect your floor. Yeah. But they, like you said, they can be beautiful. They right. can be enhanced. And they're part of the decor. I know, and I, since we, we remember, we, like, it was a few months ago, we talked about, like, throw, this maybe a year ago, maybe we need uh. to talk about it again, but um, ever since we talked about, like, having, you have this a hardwood floor, you have a nice floor, but you were saying, well, you put rugs down because it, it's layering, I remember mm-hmm. you talking about that. Now, ever since you had that show, like, I'm like, we need to put some carpeting down. Like we need, we, we well, could warms, actually, do it, it does multiple purposes. I mean, it's, it warms the space by it because it's an accent protects your floor. Um, adds color, texture, pattern. So if you have a giant wide open living room, 
right? Like, you know, a great room like they have. Oh, yeah. it, it defines the space, uh-huh. right? All right. Does it... This is going to be such a basic question, so I'm sorry. Does it... So you have your furniture. Does your furniture have to be contained on the carpet? No. Like, not, sometimes that's not possible. So sometimes, I mean, it's not un, uh, uncommon to have some furniture half on, half off. Mm-hmm. Because that was the... The dining room, a dining room rug is different, though, because you want the rug to be large enough that when you're sitting in the chair, you're completely on the rug. Right. And then, so that means it has to go a few feet beyond mm-hmm. like the perimeter right. of your table to account for where the right. chair will be. Yeah. But in a living room, it would be fair to have like the couch, the carpet go halfway under the couch. Mm-hmm. And if you have chairs, there could be just, it's nice if you have the space that you can put everything on the rug, but it doesn't always happen. Right. Right. What about just having the carpet in the middle and everything's around the carpet? Is that mm-hmm. weird? looks like you put something too small in the space. Is that it okay? Visually. Told you these were going to be really basic questions, Aaron. Yeah, but they're things that people don't think about. Right. So, okay. And sometimes, I mean, we've, you know, depending on, like, you sometimes you will put a rug on carpet, just a little accent piece. Oh, yeah. Right. You were talking about that. Like, you have yeah. a carpeted room, but you put a rug over the a, a, con- a cocktail table or something just to kind of bring in a little color right. pattern. Um, one of the burning questions I had, this is kind of like a left turn, so sorry. It's, it's like, when, when is it too cold to remodel? Like, when do you stop doing stuff outside, Joel? As soon as I can. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's, I, I mean. When can you not pour a foundation? Uh. Or can they do it all year now? Polar vortex. Yeah. <laughs> so extreme. I mean, there's times where it's just not wise. <laughs> Does that ever get too wet to pour? I will, That's I, a good question. I will, yeah, yeah. We're not going to pour when it's raining or right what about the ground raining? saturation. Yeah. I mean, you, you, want it, you want it to be dried out for the most part. You don't want to leave like about eight inch footprints. And you, right, yeah. that that's happening. Yeah. It'll just it'll all just sink in, right? It'll start, or to, just it will. That extra water can ruin the concrete. So, I I mean, there will be times like a concrete guy will say, "I we we just can't pour in this. It's because of the cold or whatever." Because I'm I'm assuming it's not that often. I mean, is it too cold though to frame? Is is it, no? I mean. I know you like, like personally. It. You're yeah, like personally. this is too freaking cold, <laughs> but, <laughs> right? But it's not like the wood is like not going to yeah, be able no. to hang and handle it and all that no. stuff. So basically, it's you can do it all year round, depending on what the elements are and what your tolerance is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've done, uh, we've worked on exteriors in the middle of winter, which is not fun. But but you do it because that's, yeah. you get it was it. just the next part of the process, and we had to get to it. <laughs> right. So winter doesn't, when you're doing a remodel, winter, just the elements of winter, snow, rain, wet, those things can stop you, but it's not. Yeah. To a point. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times you're just working through that stuff. Right. The the winter around here, around in our area, you know, it's, you're going to get a lot of snow. Oh yeah. You're going to get a lot of wet. And I think we tend to, the winter part isn't the bad part. Right. It's really when 
that in when snow starts to melt, like that's where it gets a little hairy. Well, in the extremes in temperatures. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like there was, I, in particular, I can think of a project that we were on last year that we started when it was warm enough to comfortably be doing the work, but it turned pretty quickly on us. And like, I had icicles in my beard <laughs> by the end of the day, but it was like a, you know, we were getting like a sleet kind of right. And that just happened, you know. Yeah. And I, I think when it, when it, when we have those big snows and and then the, I was going at well, when it thaws, you find out like, oh my gosh, I have a leak in my roof because oh, yeah. it's, or a sag. I've seen that, you know, like a where the something happened that the snow, the weight of the snow now, and I can't remember if you see if your house holds a lot of snow on the roof, that means it's insulated pretty well. Yeah, if you if you see you and you can you'll see this 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 winter if you if you drive by a place and you can see lines on the roof so it's you you can see where the rafters are that means you're you're losing a lot of heat because it's melting snow. You'll actually see the line. I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever paid yeah. attention. Now I won't be able to unsee it. Yeah. I in my old house I used to be able to see them on the on the walls. Mhm where the framing is. So, I mean, you, when it gets cold or frosty, yeah. you, you can see, see the lines. Mm-hmm. And that means the You're wood losing, is insulating it because it's not, it's not as much heat is transferring yeah. through. Right. right. Uh, or you'll see spots on roofs that are clear. And then uh, another area on the roof that has snow. Ice dams too. Are ice an, dams. Are an indication that you don't have enough. insulation Because it's melting from the bottom side. Right. From the so in the snow on the top stays, but there's like a layer underneath of it. Okay. All right. I understand that. I always the ice dam issue. That's a that's kind of a big deal because they ice dams choose to form in the most dangerous areas. Yeah. Like they they want to brings water back into the house sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes back yep. in underneath the yep. the um, and I don't even know how you. Stop an ice dam. Isn't there like a, on a roof, like a, but don't they put a, a layer of winterization on like the three feet up? Yeah, we do. You have to do an ice and water. Barrier. Barrier. Uh, but those aren't all <laughs> created the same either. Some of those are garbage. Right. You might as well not put anything on. This has been a great show. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Measure Twice. Podcasts by Federated Media.